The anonymous landlord is more than just making profit from property. It's a system of automation and a strategy which will shape the way you invest in property forever. It's a quality of life, it's a way of life. It's a business mindset. The anonymous landlord will make loads of money from property and continue to grow wealth and assets without giving up time or energy or life. Because what's the point in making a load of money from property if you've got no time or energy to enjoy it? My name's Tom Sone, and this is The Anonymous Landlord. Three ways that you can make the most of it with your money and also with your time. And this is my mum's advice to me. I pass this advice on to my children. And it's also a bit about my story and how I am where I am and what I'm doing is and how I've been doing what I'm doing. And so this has been taught to me and I live by this rule. And like I say, I teach this to my children as well. And for me, this is the rule to a really great life, really great wealth and also success as well. And it really helped me, this rule really helped me get to where I am now, and it'll also help me get to where I want to be. And I promise you this, if you live by this too, you'll definitely get to where you wanna be as well. But first of all, I'm just gonna go through a quick story of where all of this came from. And this is a bit about my story, and then I'm going to give you three ways that you can make the most of your money yourselves. And that's of the money that you have right now. And there's also a few shocking calculations and forecasts, which I can't wait to tell you about. They're pretty cool when you think of these, these calculations and forecasts like this. So first of all, where did all this come from? Well, look, to be honest with you, I was super poor growing up. My mum had no money. We had no luxury stuff. We had no expensive stuff. All of my clothes were from, well, not all of them, but a lot of my clothes were from a charity shop. We had secondhand everything, pretty much everything. All of our holidays were in this old green secondhand army tent in the middle of a field. Yeah, we were pretty poor. But you know what? I had no idea that we were poor. No idea. Because my mum just focused on me and she made the most of everything. And she was always there for me. She always motivated me, encouraged me, supported me. And she made everything fun and genuinely made me believe that there's nothing that I cannot achieve. Nothing. And now I'm 42 years old. And my mum is still my hero, but I've been really smart with my time. I've been super smart with my money, certainly with properties, my businesses, cryptocurrency, stock market investments, my assets, my cash flow, my profits. Do you know what? I don't work weekends ever. I used to, but I don't anymore. I do not work weekends. I do not work evenings either. And I make every single pound work for me and reproduce itself for me. 
And you know what? I could retire today and live very, very comfortably. Don't worry, I'm not going to. I'm still going to be here doing podcasts and live broadcasts and videos and all of those sorts of things. So I'm not I'm not done yet. But do you know what? All of that would also add to the fact that some of the best times that I've had with my kids have been in a field with a football or on a basketball court or running around in puddles or exploring forests, splashing in the sea, all that sort of stuff. Is there any parents here, by the way? Any parents watching this with me? Just comment below if you're a parent and you're in business or you're in property or you're in employment. Let me know if you're parents. And also let me know what sort of memories you have with your kids. Because like I say, it's weird when you think that none of my memories really cost money. Interesting. Anyway, so why am I telling you all that? Well, look, I want you to make the most of what you've got because that's what it's about. And the reason for that is that we're all here anyway. We're all living this life anyway. So we might as well make the most of it, right? Simple as that. It doesn't matter whether you're employed or you're in business. You're going to go to work today or you're at work already today. You're already there. So you might as well make the most of it because you're going to be there anyway. And you've got to, you might as well maximize your money too, because using your money to make more money gives you time to do the things that matter to you, that really matter to you. So look, for me, the things that matter are my kids, and it's probably the same for any other parents that are out there. But it is also important to make the most of your money too because your money gives you the opportunities to do more with your time. And so that's why I'm going to give you three ways to make the most of your money. Now, these are just three ways. There are hundreds of ways that you can make the most of your money and turn your existing money into more money and to create money and wealth. There's tons of ways. But these are three ways that you're going to make the most of your money. And by the way, that doesn't mean relying on money to make your families happy or um, using sacrificing your own time to make more money because you think that's what your families need. It's not. It's about making the most of your money, making it work for you, using your money to make more of itself so that then you are free. And the key is you so that you are free to spend more time with your families. Because you know, you know my my five profit rule, right? I, I, hopefully, everyone's seen my my rules of the five areas of profit. Because profit isn't just about money. There are five things, five areas that you can make profit in, and that's money, time, energy, family, and mind. Money, time, energy, family, and mind. Those are the five areas that you've got to profit in. I could make tons more money right now. All I have to do is work all the hours under the sun and sacrifice my family, give up my mental health, use up all my time and energy to make more money. But to make more profit in one of those areas, you have to spend something from the others. So I like to balance it all out. I like to make profit in all of those five areas. So for today, 
We're going to go through how to make the most of your money, three ways for you. And this is just one perspective. There's tons of amazing people, very successful people, far more successful than me, that have really good ideas on creating wealth and business and money and optimizing life. This is just one of my perspectives. And you know what? It all starts from the thought of maybe a little bit of a uh, a morbid thought, but when we're all at the end of our time and all of our kids have grown up and our time on this, this earth is done, we will not wish that we'd spent more time working. You will not wish you'd spent more time working harder, working more. You'll wish you'd, you'd made the most of the time that you had. You'll wish that you'd spent more time with your kids and your mom and your dad and your nan and your family and your brothers and sisters and your friends and yourself. You will not wish that you'd saved more money. You'll wish you'd, you'd have been a little blah, 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 blah. That was easy to say. But no, you will not wish that you'd saved more money. You will wish that you had invested your money. You will wish that you'd have made the most of it. I'm not going to leave my kids cash. I'm going to leave them assets. And I'm going to make the most of every single pound that I get right now so that I turn it into profitable, reliable, easy, safe, secure assets that generate income and grow in value. That's what I'm going to leave my kids. And that's easy to do. It's easy to say, but it does take work to get that money to invest. So, okay, let's go through three ways that you could make the most of your money. Rule number one, the basics. Don't save, compound. Sounds crazy. Don't save your money, compound your money. Now, if you are not currently saving any money, it's probably because you think you haven't got enough money to be able to save. You don't think that you've got enough money to save enough money. Somewhere in your mind, you're maybe thinking that you, if, if, in order to make saving worthwhile, you need to be able to save two, three or 400 pounds a month or five, six, 700 pounds a month. Somewhere in your mind, if you're not saving, you're thinking that it's because you don't have enough to save enough. But let me tell you this, because that's wrong. Let me tell you this. You can save any amount. 20 pounds a month is more than nothing. So let me put it to you a different way. I've talked about don't save, compound. Think of it like this. If you invest £20 a month into something that generates a 15% yield each year, first of all, that's £20 a month more than you're saving right now. And in 25 years, you'll have £85,000. £20 a month. Would you really notice 20 pounds a month, five pound a week? Would you notice that? Now, here's something even more crazy. If you save 50 pounds a month in that same thing, something that pays 15% per year, just save 50 pounds a month. In 25 years, you'll have 170 grand. 
Now, 25 years seems a long way away. And by the way, I've got a couple more calcul calculations for you here. These are awesome. You'll love these. But 25 years sounds like a long way away. Well, if you're saving for your kids, you're putting it into a savings account for your kids, then this is the same thing, but 10 times better. You're still putting that 50 pounds a month away for your kids, but you're putting it into an investment vehicle, property, whatever it is. And by the way, you don't need massive deposits to buy property. Let me just get that out of the way. A lot of people think, well, there's no point in investing 50 pounds a month to put into property because I can't afford to buy a property. Yeah, you can't afford to buy one now. But if you save your 50 pounds a month into a vehicle that generates an interest rate, it compounds and compounds and compounds and grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And, grows. and very soon you'll have something to enough money to buy your first property and then it compounds again. And then you're saving more and faster. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Save 50 pounds a month in that same thing that generates just 15% yield each year, by the way, just a year. Then in 25 years, you'll have 170,000 pounds. And by the way, plus inflation. And here's the next bit. Save 100 pounds a month in the same thing. And in 25 years, you'll have 340,000 pounds. 200 pounds a month in the same thing. And you'll have 675,000 pounds in 25 years. And this is the best one. If you save 300 pounds a month in the same thing, just compound it, then in 25 years, you'll have a million quid. 300 pound a month. 300 pound a month. Simple as that. And that is only if you save in something that compounds interest at 15% per year. So the second way that you can make the most of your money is to invest in property with the same compounding rule that I've just been through there. So let's think about property, right? So the average yield on my own personal property investments is around 24% currently. That means that all of the cash that I have in that property generates 24% of itself every year. Let's put that into nice round figures. If you've got, I don't know, £100,000 of cash invested in property, that means the actual money that you've put into property, and that's £100,000, 24% is £24,000 a year that that £100,000 is generating for you, right? So that's on my own personal property investments. It All the cash that I have put into property investments, and it's a bit more than 100 grand, but that gives you an idea of a round figure. But the average yield on my property investments is 20, 24%. The average yield for people buying properties through my property broker is around, well, depending on what type of property investment they're buying, it's between 15% and 22% per year. And that depends on whether it's a straight buy to let or it's a BRR or it's a flip to let, whatever it is. Normally, it's between 15 and 22% yield. Now, sometimes it's a bit lower if it's in a real high growth area, but 
Generally speaking, if you're buying through my property broker, then your yield is between 15% and 22%. Now, let's apply the same logic of compounding, like I just said. First of all, if you've got £50,000 in your bank right this second, £50,000, and you can apply this to any figure that you do actually have, but let's say you've got £50,000 right now, right this second, and you invest it in a property that generates 15% yield, and you reinvest the rent profits, let's say you make £400 a month in rent profit, let's just say. You've got 50 grand that you put into a property. You reinvest your 400 pounds a month that you get in profit from your rent. Plus you save your 300 pounds a month as well. And you just keep repeating. You'll have 4 million quid in 25 years. Plus you'll own the properties as well. Let me just repeat that. If you've got 50,000 pounds in your bank right now and you invest it in property, you reinvest your rent profits and you save or add an additional £300 a month into it, then in 25 years, you'll have four million quid and you'll own the properties that you bought. That's mind blowing, isn't it? 50 grand. Now, if that's not going to sort your kids out for their futures and then enable them to sort their kids' futures out and enable them to sort their kids' futures out, I don't know what is. Now let's do that same calculation for £20,000. I'm sure there's some of you watching this that have £20,000 somewhere in cash. And by the way, it might be cash in a savings account. It might be cash in your equity account. Do you remember I talk about um, quite a lot about it doesn't matter what account it's in. doesn't matter whether it's a current account, a savings account, equity account, stock market account, crypto account. It's all your account. It's all your cash. And the only difference between each one of those each one of those accounts is the length of time it takes you to withdraw. Current account, instant. Savings account, mainly instant. Some of them need 24 hours before withdrawal. Equity account, you might have to refinance or sell. Means it might take you two or three months to withdraw. Stock market, sometimes they need three working days to withdraw. Crypto, sometimes it's five working days to withdraw. doesn't matter. It's all yours. It's all your cash. It's all in one of your accounts. So you must have, or hopefully must have some money somewhere. And here's the £20,000 calculation. It's awesome. If you've got £20,000 right now, right here in one of your accounts, and you buy a lower price property, maybe you're going to buy something up in the Northeast, somewhere like that, and you compound that rent profit and you save your additional £300 a month as well and you reinvest all of it, you'll have two and a half million quid, two and a half million quid in 25 years. And that is an, a mind-blowing amount of money to be able to leave your children. But here's the best part. You heard me talk about compounding. Compounding continues to compound. So if you compound this money for the next 25 years for your kids and you teach them how it works, compound it themselves, then when they leave it to their children, they're going to have an astonishing amount of wealth 
assets, money, cash flow, income, security to be able to leave to their children. You know, you see, you hear the term old money. That's what this is. Generational money. So it started with one person that started to grow his wealth or her wealth. Then they passed that wealth and knowledge of how they built it down to the next generation. And then they passed it to the next generation. It just continued to compound and compound and compound until five generations down the line, they have a monumental amount of wealth which they know how to operate, they know how it works, they know how to continue it. So if you've got that money sat in your bank or sat in your equity account or sat in a savings account or wherever it is, then that's what you could do with it to make the most of it. And the third way to make the most of the money you've got, and this all sounds great, by the way, um, all of these things, but I've kind of discussed these as if you've got cash. So the third way is how to make the most of the cash that you do not have. It sounds a bit weird. How to make the most of the cash that you do not have. This should probably be its own episode um, completely on its own. So how do you make the most of the cash that you do not have? Well, if you can't afford to save £300 a month, if you just have not got 20 grand anywhere, you should change your language first. Do not say, I can't afford to invest £300 a month. Start saying to yourself, how can I get £300 a month to invest? And there's tons of ways that you could do that. If you're working full time, let's just say nine till five, whether it's a business or whether it's an employed position, whatever it is, you could get a part time job. Work in a pub one or two nights a week, and that will give you £300 a month. Now, just bear with me on this, because I know not everybody wants to do that. No one wants to go and get a second job. They work hard enough. They get home. They want to just relax after a day's work. But just go with me on this. That's just one way. Get a second job. You could start an Amazon shop. You could just buy stuff from Wish or other places and then resell it on Amazon. Or you, there's YouTube videos that show you exactly how to do that. It's actually really easy. You could go to car boot sales. You could buy stuff and then sell it on Facebook or eBay. Simple. You could do a joint venture. And this is where we start getting into it now. You don't have to have money to be able to do a joint venture with another property investor. All you have to do is go and find a property deal. And then start talking to people that could fund your property investments. Speak to your solicitors, speak to your estate agents, talk to me. I fund property investments. I also connect property investors with people that go and find property deals. I do all of that. Speak to me. But what I'm trying to say is you don't actually need money to make money from property as long as you have something that can be leveraged against it. If you've got a really good property investment deal and you know you're going to make some profit from it, speak to people that could fund it. Speak to people that could do a deal um, or could joint venture with you. There's loads of ways that you can make money. The differences between the people that will go and make the extra money and the people that won't is the value that you put on the time that you're not at your normal day job. 
If you feel that getting in from work, pouring a glass of red wine, ah, sitting back, relaxing in front of Netflix or whatever, if that's more valuable to you than what I'm talking about here, that it's not right or wrong, by the way. It's everybody has different lives and different needs. But if that's more valuable to you than growing your wealth, good luck to you. That's what everybody, everybody's different. You do what you want to do, but just make the most of it. Whatever you do, make the most of it. But certainly, if you do want to grow your wealth, which I think most people do, then the first key I'm going to give you is don't spend your profits. If you're going to start making a bit of money, don't make that money in order to go and spend it on crap. Don't make more money in order to go and spend it on extra foods, takeaways, restaurants, holidays, all that stuff. Stick to a plan. Grow your wealth first. And then you can use the wealth that you've built to pay for holidays and cars and restaurants and nights out and all that sort of stuff. Make your wealth generate you income. Make your assets generate you income. And then that income can start paying for your lifestyle and anything you want to achieve. So don't spend your profits, reinvest them, compound them, and then spend your profits. Simple as that. I only buy stuff now from the profits that my assets make. That's the only luxuries. Like if I if I buy a really good asset and it generates me a good return, maybe me and the family will go on a holiday. Maybe we'll go and do something else. Maybe I'll buy something nice. Who knows? But the more assets that I buy, the more assets that I buy. The more assets that I then buy, the more assets that I then buy. And it's constant and it never stops. So those are three ways that you could make the most of your money. First of all, you've got to start saving something, but don't save it, compound it. Make sure that whatever you put in, whatever you, whatever you save, you are using to compound. You're putting it into something that's going to pay you a bit back. And don't worry, you're not going to save 50 pounds today and then get 500 pounds tomorrow. It won't work like that. You have to put it 50 put your 50 pounds away and then put it into something that is just going to generate 15 pounds, 5 pounds, 8 pounds, 7 pound 50, whatever. But if you do that with every single 50 pounds you put in every single month, month, all of a sudden those five pounds become 25 pounds and those 25 pounds become 75 pounds. And it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. So that's the first one. Don't do save, but don't save compound. You get what I mean. And the second one is invest in property with that same compounding rule. Don't spend your rent profit put it back in, add your own money into it, keep building that portfolio until it is generating you an income, which makes you feel like you can just stop. I could retire today and live a very comfortable life with the assets that I've invested in with my businesses and with my all my investments, actually. You don't need a massive amount of money to get started. And the last one, if you don't have money, then do something to get money. It's as simple as that. But whatever you do, whatever you do, you've got to do something. And whatever that something is, no matter how big it is, no matter how small it is, whether you want to have a multi-million pound property empire or you just want one or two properties to support your income, to add to your income, 
Whatever it is you do, no matter how big or how small it is, make the most of it. Thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But before you go to the next episode, I really want to hear from you. Just search Tom Sohn on any social media or just email me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode. And if you need any help with your own situation, just get in touch. I'll answer every email and every message I promise. Anyway, see you in the next podcast. And remember, Being a landlord is hard. Being an anonymous landlord is easy. Invest, enjoy, repeat, and grow.